0: Hi there, thank you for tuning in and welcome to the Weekly Perspective. My name is Oliver Matenge. On this first episode, we want to look at the statement in the Senate over the third generation formula on the sharing of revenue among the country's 47 counties. But first, here are some of the snippets of the debate we've had this week. The formula that has been suggested by the committee is extremely divisive. Even if my county is benefiting, it is ridiculous to see that the other counties are losing colossal amount of resources. The same sword that will be used to deny any county even a shilling of what it got last year can be the sword that will be used someday in future by a national government that hates devolution to slash money from each and every county. If we do take some little more time, we shall be able to do justice to uh, this this, this issue and we shall hold true fidelity to Article 96 which mandates us to look at the interests of, of, of the counties and to protect the interests of each and every single county in the Republic of Kenya. This formula has been very divisive, to say the least. But looking at the amendments casually, they are equally divisive. The formula that has been proposed it's a bad formula. It's a formula that takes huge sums of money from certain counties and puts that money in other counties. I beg to uh, plead with the House that uh, we give ourselves more time to look at these new simulations by the three distinguished senators and also to build consensus. The voices we've just heard are those of uh, Kipchumba Murkomen of Elgero Maraquette, Senator Kindiki of Tarakanithi, Senator Johnson Sakaja of uh, Nairobi, Senator Moses Watangula of Bungoma, Senator Enno Kwambua of Kitui and Senator James Orengo of CIA. During the adjourned debate on the proposed formula after the tabling of the report of the standing committee on finance, where senators decided that there was still not enough consensus for them to go on with the debate. This particular formula has clearly divided the country, uh, with those opposed saying that it entrenches marginalization while those supporting it saying that it enhances the equitable distribution of resources to the 47 counties. However, if one analyzes the two arguments, you are more inclined to conclude that the two sides are making valid arguments. And what is lacking is consensus on exactly what the formula should give more weight to. But for us to understand the whole issue better, we need to put a perspective to this by going back to the first and second formulas and mirror them. They proposed that formula even before it got to the Senate, as proposed by the Commission on Revenue Allocation. When the 2010 Constitution was enacted, one of the major changes was the overhaul of the way in which resources are shared across the country. The Constitution took away the powers to share resources from the executive and created the Commission on Revenue Allocation and the Senate, which were to lead a transparent and objective process of deciding how revenue is shared. According to Article 216 of the Constitution, the Commission on Revenue Allocation is mandated to make recommendations concerning the basis for the equitable sharing of revenue raised by the national government between the national and county governments and among the county governments. Article 216.2 further mandates the Commission to make recommendations on other matters relating to the financing of and financial management by county governments and to encourage physical responsibility. In 2012, the CRA submitted its first recommendation on revenue sharing to Parliament. That recommendation, which was eventually revised and adopted by Parliament, introduced a new formula that fundamentally altered the distribution of resources in Kenya. The constitution in Article 2.17 requires a revision of the way we share revenue across these 47 counties every 5 years. However, the first formula only guided revenue sharing between 2013 2015. That means the period was shortened to three years. So now let's move on to how the formula looked like in 2012. The first revenue sharing formula prepared by CRA had five variables. The original proposal actually had a higher weight for population at 60%. However, after the changes that were made in parliament, this was brought down to 45%. The other four variables were the basic equal share, which had a weight of 25%, poverty, which had 20%, land area at 8%, and physical responsibility at 2%. Since devolution, as structured in the new constitution or something new, the first formula was seen to be working, but not until further evolution by various players that people started looking at it from different perspectives, and some problems were identified as arising from the first formula. One of the issues that was raised about this formula is that it gave too much emphasis on population while not looking at other factors that would have helped revenue sharing be more equitable, especially for counties that were less fortunate to have not been patronised in the past. The other issue that people raised about the formula was that there were two principles that it did not give direct weight to. And this was capacity and effort. For instance, one of the arguments brought forth at the time was that a county like Nairobi has a capacity of raising up to 100 billion shillings, yet was being allocated 12 billion And thus, the first revenue sharing formula was marginalizing Nairobi as a county. The small population counties wanted the population factor reduced, while the large population counties wanted it increased. At the same time, the public also raised its own issues, one being that there was poor physical discipline and improper management of funds that had been shared to the counties using the formula that existed at the time. Eventually, the formula did not look so much different from what CRE had proposed. In the first revenue sharing, Formula. When CRA was done with public participation, there was a change in the formula where they introduced two new variables, that is development and personal emoluments, and 3% was released from poverty and physical responsibility with development getting the 1% from 3%. At the end, the Senate in 2016 approved a revised recommendation from the CRA, with population getting 45%, basic eco share at 26%, poverty at 18%, land area at 8%, fiscal responsibility at 2%, and development factor at 1%. It's now been about a year since uh, CRA tabled its recommendation for the DAD revenue sharing formula for consideration in the Senate. But the senators are yet to reach any consensus and this is a debate that has dominated headlines in the last couple of days and especially this last week. In coming up with this formula the CRA said that it had looked at the previous formula and done a comprehensive review and a comparative analysis of financial transfer systems from other countries while consulting the national county government as well as public finance experts at the public the third formula according to CRA addresses four primary objectives the first one being to enhance service delivery the second one to promote balanced development the third one is pushing counties to optimize capacity to raise their own revenue and also the prudent use of public resources In the proposed that formula, the CRA proposed ten parameters which would determine how much money each county would get. The first parameter is health, which has been weighted at 17%, agriculture at 10%, then other county services at 18%. Then the basic minimum share would reduce to 20%, land area at 8%, roads at 4%, poverty at 14%, urban services at 5%, fiscal effort at 2%, and fiscal prudence at 2%. In aggregate, this means that 65% of the revenue would be for enhancing delivery of public service, 31% for the promotion of balanced development, and 4% as a motivation for revenue collection and physical prudence. Now that we have established a perspective on the proposed revenue formula in relation to what the CRA had proposed, let's turn to the current debate and why there's a stalemate over its passage in the Senate. One, the stalemate is more political than physical. Why I say this is because we know that a number of senators who are currently involved in this debate are already eyeing positions of governor in the upcoming general election. And for them, this formula is more about how much money they are going to control once they get into office. It has nothing to do with whether this money meets the objectives that the Constitution lays down in terms of equitable sharing of resources or the equitable development of the various counties. But this is not to say that the arguments put across by some of the senators are not accurate. Actually, when you think about it, some of the arguments made by most of the senators make a lot of sense. First and foremost, the reason why we devolved resources is for counties that were unable to develop in the past can catch up. And so, one of the arguments that has been made is that we need to ensure that we give resources and enough resources for those counties to catch up. However, at the same time, we must look at the other argument that we have a large number of counties that may be smaller in size but have high populations, and these particular counties need more resources for some basic services than other counties that are underdeveloped and are not that populated. But the problem with the current debate is that it has taken our usual time on who is losing what, who is gaining what, which region is gaining, which region is losing without necessarily looking at the merits and demerits of the particular formula that is on the table. For instance, we need to figure out whether this particular formula, as brought to us by CRA, working with the numbers, working with how much money will be available working with the populations that are there, uh, working with the poverty levels, looking at the development levels of each and every county, drawing up scenarios and seeing whether it works or not. This debate cannot be narrowed down to who is losing and who is gaining. At the end of the day, all Kenyans want to see is development next door and access to services that the government should be providing. And that brings us to the end of this week's perspective. I hope that you have enjoyed it. I hope that you have something to take home, something to enrich the debate with, something to help us shape how this debate moves as senators uh, go on to discuss this formula in the coming days. Please feel free to give me your feedback. Uh, You can find me on all social media platforms as Oliver Matenge. And feel free to share this uh, podcast. And thank you for tuning in. Catch you next week.